0: So, this isn't really a fact, it's more like a PSA to my fellow brothers right now. My brother, there is no relationship that starts in December. Calm down and protect your wallet. I honestly don't think there's been a more timely PSA than this one. Because it just happens to be that time of the year, because it's December and all. And people really need to find this out because... Homies are about to start blowing money for people they don't really know, expecting something long-term, and they're not going to get it. And the worst part about it is, they're probably going to end up doing this again and again and again. And the truth of the matter is, it's not like these ladies are really going to be with you. Because December happens, shorty's going to travel to the coast, you know, shorty's going to travel with fam or something. Go meet up with someone, go do a little something-something that they don't want the rest of the world to know. And then they'll come back in January and they'll be like, oh my goodness, that trip wasn't even that fun without you, babe. And then you're going to dive in for it. You're going to be feeling this whole vibe of, you know what, my baby missed me. But the truth of the matter is she's probably made mistakes around the birth of Christ type of time that she'll never want to tell you. But you know what, maybe I'm lying. Maybe everything that I'm feeding you is bullshit. But then again, think about it like this. Most women like to reset their body counts on January the 1st. So if she's giving it to about 50 guys for the entirety of 2020 till about November, then December could be the time when she moves it up from 50 to 70. You might never know. And the thing is, because the following year's going to begin, she might as well finish up her accounts, you know, rack up as many numbers as she feels like, just so that she can start again because she knows at the end of it, she will be back at zero. But anyways, we need to get this podcast on the road. Otherwise, women are going to stop listening because they are feeling like they're being attacked by me so in typical fashion welcome to break time on west side your number one break time podcast coming to you from nairobi kenya the man on the mic is a man who's been listening to december and therefore has decided to guard his wallet he is a man whose new favorite form of cardio is skipping leg day it is none other than your tall dark and mildly handsome man sir denver b the show is tweet street the show where we take a deep dive into twitter pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit you know just to bring up a little bit of sense here and there now, you know the drill. If you don't know the drill and it's your first time, then you can listen in. But if you know the drill, you can repeat after me. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you think we should discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You can send it to my DMs at Bagaka the D, the B and the DR Capital. If it's one of those screenshots that you see on Facebook or Instagram, you can send them to at BreaktimeOnWest Side on IG and the Breaktime On West Side Facebook page, and I will handle it accordingly. Now, before I get into the first tweet, there is something that I do kind of need to discuss for a bit. So I'm a huge proponent for making sure that things get the recognition and they get the praise and the respect and that, you know, they're recognized by the larger part of society. But when it gets to a point where you find that breakdancing was confirmed for the Paris Olympic Games for 2024, you kind of have to start questioning a bunch of things because when you look at a lot of the sports that exist right now, even in the X Games, there's usually a certain metric to measure how well you perform. So whether it's, I don't know, skateboarding, whether it's drifting, there's stuff that you can use to measure how good or bad someone is based on certain pointers that they can kind of manage to pull off. But when you look at dancing, a lot of it kind of falls on like personal opinion. And there's quite a bit of dance that's like rooted in like fan love. So I don't know how the hell it is they're going to pull off break dancing as an Olympic sport because... It's gonna bring the best of the best breakdancers from around the world. So it'll be harder to determine who's much better at breakdancing than the other person so that you can give them that number one spot. Because what exactly are you supposed to look for? Breakability? Like, maybe I'm not much of a dancer and I probably can understand this, but normally whenever you see a lot of dance competitions, it's very rooted in fan opinion and personal opinion on how well you do. So when you start making it like an Olympic sport on its own, it's like making dance a sport. Dance doesn't exactly follow the metrics that would call it a sport. Like it's more of an art form. It's like saying that music can be used as a sport. It doesn't really look like it's that good because I don't know, Taylor Swift might win on one category, but it's not like she'll go and beat Mariah Carey, even though Mariah Carey is like double her age. You get? So I don't know, it's, it's one of the few things that kind of, caught my attention and i found it very very interesting i am keen to see how this one goes down and i know this isn't a sports or dance podcast but i figured i might as well just bring it in because for once i think africans can actually be challenged in dancing by white people but anyways we might as well move on to our tweets for this week so on to the first tweet why is it that men are always expected to go all out on anniversaries instead of vice versa honestly i think we've been manipulated i'd i'd probably argue that it's it's the patriarchy that's working against us because you know i could just sound feminist like that but this is one of those times where it's it's a little bit hard to justify why it is that guys are expected to put in the most work yet this is mostly a woman's holiday like whenever you're talking about anniversaries whenever the relationship is having an anniversary anniversary it's usually the guy that's expected to put a lot of the work, but it means more for the shorty. Like, it doesn't even make sense. And at this point, I will bring in my American-speaking voice to kind of step in and kind of quell the matter. usually Young Kings, I just want y'all to know that if shorty wants you to do something for your anniversary, then I don't see why it is that you need to do any of that, man. Like, y'all should be doing the most to improve yourselves. And if shorty wants something to happen during that anniversary that she really been like putting in that pressure on you for for like the vacation the vacation Hell, like make that shit a staycation and just stay in the house and you just tell them that you appreciate them you don't need to put in all this work you don't need to have to get some anniversary gift just to show that you're the caring boyfriend that that she's with and everything like if if it's her holiday and she put so much can thought into it then let her do her thing, like let her do something for you, because you could have chosen not to be faithful, but you were caring enough of a king to actually decide that you're not going to do nothing to your shorty, you're going to be faithful, and you're going to stay with her for years and years and years, her, maybe even months, and her celebrating that anniversary should be towards you, so she should be sponsoring that vacation, she she should be taking you on trips, because clearly, you had a chance to not be faithful, because you got more tempted the way you got into that relationship, you know? And to kind of just round things out in, you know, the normal style that I usually speak in, there's nothing wrong with celebrating an anniversary. Like, it's it's a time to celebrate the fact that you guys have kind of come full circle within a certain period of time and you've been together. But considering that this is something that the ladies like to take into consideration a lot more than the guys... They also need to start putting in the work because guys usually put a lot of effort into anniversaries. Like I've seen guys go ahead and even buy cars uh, just to celebrate an anniversary. And yes, by all means, if you want to celebrate your anniversary, celebrate it. But I think ladies need to start putting in a little bit more effort. As some of my female friends like to say, I want my man to spoil me and I can spoil him as well. Do it like that. Do it 50-50. 50-50. Don't expect this guy to contribute all the effort and resources into your anniversary and yet it's more of your day than his. Also put some work into it. Like try and surprise each other and make it good. Like don't make it a competition but you know just try and and be sweet with each other and celebrate the fact that the both of y'all have been together for this entire time. Because my young kings would have probably cheated but they didn't. And that deserves to be appreciated just the same way you being a supportive girlfriend, which hopefully I think you should have been, or you are, that also needs to be supported as well. So, yes, please, split that support and effort 50-50. Don't let one person do 100% of it and do nothing. And this applies to both genders. But anyways, on to the next tweet. The way people are going vegetarian and vegan by 2050, people will be doing 69 to remind themselves how goat meat tastes. Actually, I kind of disagree with this. Yes, it does look like people are all going vegetarian and vegan and gluten free, and they're trying all sorts of special diets and they're trying to connect with their spiritual versions of themselves, and that's all fine and dandy. That's perfectly good. There's nothing wrong with it. It's actually a really good thing for those that, you know, seek to benefit from it and actually do get to benefit from it. But I do have to question the fact that you claim that, you know, we'd have to do 69 to know what goat meat tastes like, because I don't know if you've ever noticed, but I don't think human meat and goat meat taste alike. Like, if that's what your goat meat tastes like, then you probably haven't been making goat meat right, or you prefer to have your goat meat rare that's just what i think because at what point does goat meat and and human meat you know even though it's eaten percy and all ever really taste the same hell maybe the dick might be salty and you like your goat meat over salted maybe maybe that's one way that you can say that they taste similar but at that point you just say that it tastes salty and there's a ton of things that taste salty salt is technically vegan so you know you can also figure out how your goat meat tastes when you taste that salt you know Uh, but that being said I'm not going to say that this is actually going to happen it's very very unlikely that such a thing would happen because yes maybe according to some vegans eating meat is bad for for the environment and all and it's not going to help the polar bears which by all means you know we can eat them as well if they're not being helped and yes I'm just joking but you kind of think about it how will people have meetups and you know have barbecues because Having a vegan barbecue doesn't exactly feel like a barbecue. It feels like you're roasting maize just not on the side of the road. You feel? Because at what point do you think that people are going to decide, you know what, I'm going to switch out my barbecue and start roasting celery for for the rest of us vegans to eat? Yes, I get it. Maybe the cows are going to have more milk in the others. But people still require the, the likes of milk, the likes of eggs and all. So going vegetarian is hard and going vegan is even harder. And then you actually kind of think about it the same way that I probably would. And you come to the conclusion that not unless if you celebrate, you can never really state that you're vegetarian or vegan. Because especially for my ladies out there, y'all clearly will still take that meat. Just saying. And even though you claim that you're vegetarian and you probably won't do it, if you want a kid, you'll probably have to receive some of that milk. Just saying. So not unless if you guys start coming up with vegan condoms so that you can have some vegan sex and then you know you can claim that y'all have been having vegan love making experiences. I honestly do not think that people are ever really going to be fully vegetarian or vegan even by 2100. Yes, maybe the meat might be a lot less, but then again, you think about it, as long as people will enjoy barbecues, we are not going to go vegan or vegetarian. So for those of you all that are afraid of such a thing happening, don't worry, the world has got you. And there's a bunch of people all around the world that are really into eating meat that will not let such a thing happen. Even though there is a drought, those people will behave like lions and only eat meat but anyways we should move it on to our next tweet so on to the next tweet guys would you be okay with letting your significant other spend a lot of time with his or her ex as a friend well of course not i don't think there's actually a situation where this would become valid because yes i get it there's exes that are really really good as friends that may have been okay or weren't that great as say boyfriend and girlfriend and that's all fine and dandy but the minute your significant other spending a lot of time with the ex you have to start thinking if that excess time is turning into excess sex because whether we want to admit it or we don't there's this thing with exes whereby y'all can go and you can relate very well and then you stop and then you actually start to think about it and you're like What if we actually got back together what if we stayed for the long haul what if we lasted longer would things have been better and then there's usually those questions and the worst part about it is if you're good with your ex and y'all are like good friends and y'all are chilling and talking together and you're relating very well it might start to feel like it's translating to we'd probably be better if we got back together and at that point that becomes a bit of an issue because at that point if shorty is busy second guessing if my girlfriend is busy second guessing the idea of of her leaving the ex then it might make her also start second guessing you know being with me over being with the ex and i'm not ready for that kind of competition because it's kind of like a new school versus old school battle because you'll find that a lot of times the old school will always win so it'll always feel like a throwback because at what point have you ever seen someone who listens to throwback busy saying you know what screw the throwback songs i want to go listen to the new shit I have never heard someone who loves r&b busy thinking you know what screw usher screw chris brown from back in the day screw mario screw boister Men. i wanna go listen to some bryson teller i'm not saying that bryson teller is a crappy artist or anything but there's something about appreciating some of the older vibes and that's the thing with exes you start remembering the old shit and how stuff used to be back in the day And if it was good, then they're suddenly a threat now because it's like they know everything about the other person, especially if they stayed on for too long. And that makes me a little bit jealous to some extent. And I don't want to feel jealous. I like being happy that my partner is doing something that she's happy about and isn't being hindered by my insecurity. And I'm not ready for such a thing. So on that illustrious cause, no, I do not want my partner to spend time with her ex. By all means, if, if you're okay with your partner spending time with her ex, then, well, remember, the book of future is probably somewhere close to you and there's a verse on this. So anyways, I probably should move it on to the final tweet of today. Now, this tweet was more of a reply to a tweet which had come in, which was three seconds into a kiss and you've already started grabbing her boobies. Niggers, stay nigging, And this guy clearly just asked, How long should it take before you go ahead and grab the boobies? Now, the thing is, um, I do have to admit that this seems like a bit of a daunting question. And as a student and connoisseur of the conjugal arts, I am very inclined to answer it because I don't think there's like a properly set timer for it. So I can probably say that, you know, it shouldn't take too long, but it shouldn't be immediate. That's probably the easiest way to put it. Because one, it's very hard for me to decipher that. This is uh, a little bit out of my wheelhouse. I'm a bit more of an ass man. So uh, I usually grab a babe. And when I'm making out like a second and a half in, I'm already grabbing them cheeks. So for me, if if you to ask me when it is I'd grab the boobies, it would probably be after a while. And I'd probably still have one hand on the booty. But if you're someone that's like a bit of a boobie person and you want to know at what point in time you should do that, then maybe you should consider first holding her lower back before placing one hand there, just so that you can kind of know where things are and by all means, that should be probably on like the 5th second. I obviously can't really say for sure because I'm not as well experienced in the desire of boobies, Uh, because personally for me, when I'm going for the boobies, I'm usually doing it with my mouth and that's not even seconds in. I'm probably really enjoying the makeout, and I'm kind of just moving it down with my mouth and I'll get that eventually, probably 10 plus seconds in. So it's not really my place to start saying that, you know what, you should probably be doing it at this time and at this time. Plus there's some people that you really want to make out with for a long time because they have really, really nice lips and you don't really even care that much about the rest of their body. Like you know those people who have like the really nice either dick sucking or just super soft, nice reddish lips that are like super attractive. You might not even think about grabbing the rest of their body, you're just trying to savor them lips because they're really, really good. So for some of them, you might even take like a minute or two before you decide, you know what, I'm grabbing the rest of her body, how about I go for the parts that I actually like, which could be tits or ass. It, It might take a bit of a while with such a person. And that's why I'll probably say, you know what, don't take too long because there's definitely people that aren't into foreplay. So you probably want to kind of just go into it, like let it have a flow, don't time it and everything, but you know, just kind of go into it. If, if the other person seems to be moving through things quickly, then you can also move through things fairly quickly. And if you all are used to each other, it's one of those things that you can kind of do like even immediately because you know that the other person's down for it and you know if you're not used to each other you kind of have to ease into it make sure the other person feels well because you don't know if they're one of those people that don't do foreplay and they just want you to stick it in as fast as possible or if they love foreplay so it's pretty easy to kind of forget those details but remembering them makes you a little bit better and actually now that i've just confirmed it doesn't really have a time limit it's all about how good the two of you are if you're used to each other if you're not used to each other It should kind of dictate it but ideally just easing into it and not just diving for it like that's all you're there for is usually where it's at for a lot of these people but anyways i want to know your thoughts on this are you the type of person to dive into it or are you the type of person to kind of try and ease into it after a bit of a while are you a type of lady that wants someone to skip the foreplay or do you think that foreplay is a priority? The DMs are open on Instagram. The handle to send your comments, thoughts and feedback to is at Breaktime on Westside. And on Facebook, you can also send it to the Breaktime on Westside Facebook page and on Twitter if you want to slide into my personal DMs. It is at bagaka the D. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. If you're using Castbox, feel free to drop your comments there and I will attend to it accordingly and I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care. I know you're dying to continue the podcast you're currently listening to, but we have to interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you sound nation delve into music ranging from hip-hop to rumba rock to bongo and much much more we shall review new albums as well as fresh singles whilst paying homage to the sounds of the past find our episodes on anchor apple Podcasts, spotify or any other podcast streaming platforms